so hello and welcome to um the how to podcast podcast um with me harris and myself ava oh look at that you just came in at the perfect moment we hadn't rehearsed that at all honestly <laughs> um, just tell how well this is gonna go yeah so fundamentally this is probably the least prepared podcast that you're ever gonna listen to mm. um but i think there's a beauty to that chaos. have you ever seen the chef show no what's that Okay, so it's um, it's on Netflix and it's my favourite cooking show of all time. But basically, it's a continuation of the film Chef. Well, it's like a continuation slash real life version of the film Chef, which mm-hmm. is John Favreau. Um, and it's about cooking, but it's all about... It, it, the show is like inspired by the food from there and then it just sort of goes and becomes its own thing. But the, the style of it is chaotic, like... If it's terrible, they say it's terrible and like they'll keep stuff in. They're like, do you know how most cookery shows are very polished? Mm. It's very loose and messy, which gives it a sort of charm. So that's the vibe I'm aiming for. It's more attainable, you know, more realistic. Yeah, exactly. And you feel you feel like you're seeing it and you feel like they're they're being candid with you, unlike all these fake ones. So we're the we're the truthful podcast. Mm, I like that. if you hear an awkward pause, that's because it was awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, how have you been? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, lockdown take two um, has been an interesting one. I've gone on more like strolls with a cup of coffee than I ever thought I would. Um, and I think it's finally starting to lose its joyous nature. Um, what, East London, really? Yeah. <laughs> never thought it would happen Harris never thought it would happen um but no it's been good so I've just been trying to go outside before it gets dark you know um otherwise I just sleep at like 5 p.m like a old granny um I mean no I'm very cool and I stay up late and I go to the online raves um online raves please tell me that's not a thing I'm, I bet it is oh. what, what do you think the raving community is doing these days like they've got to be doing something all that free time yeah, they're quite a tight-knit community, aren't they? Mm, they probably have, I don't know, a forum somewhere. Maybe we should try and infiltrate it. A, su- a subreddit. That we should a subreddit. We should, we should search for, for a future future podcast. <laughs> oh, craving raving. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, I think maybe that, it used to be uh, Ava the Raver. But no, it didn't. Because it that's... rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a terrible nickname. I don't think I... <laughs> You know what, I think in terms of nicknames, the be- the best one I had was just H. Mm, it's very classy. And it was classy, but now it's been stolen by a rapper. So, like, yeah. I was going to use... You use nicknames as your rap name. Mm. And I would have used H, but now... That's really messed up your, your career plans, hasn't it? Your... Do you know what? The amount, of time, the amount of times I listen to music and I'm like, oh, I, could, I should start a rap... Like, I should do a rap album, but I should just write one down and see what happens. And I'm just like, but I don't have a name anymore, so I can't. Right. That, that is, uh, that it's is really... a limiting factor, not, not anything to do with skill or a musical uh, capability. Oh, you, you don't know about my skill levels as a rapper. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry uh, for assuming. Yeah, so so that's my rap career, Dad. Mm, how's uh, have you been? Um, you know okay, sort of similar, I guess. I've just mm. been trying to keep busy because I'm one of those people who, if I'm not busy, like I, I, I don't know what happens. I like, <laughs> I, I just don't know what to do if I'm not busy. But I just don't, mm. I can't function as a person. Yeah. Like I've always got to have a lot of things to do. Completely. Um, I don't remember the last time I didn't have some project like even in the holidays I'll be like I remember two years ago my project it was like it was the summer holidays and my project was literally just designing like coming out with a layout for the magazine Mm. that I wanted to launch and so literally I spent the summer learning how to use Adobe InDesign and then like just just (laughs) reading loads of magazines and being like that's cool that's good (laughs) and like I just don't know how to switch off so basically that's I've been keeping busy uh, funnily enough, I've been editing the latest version of the magazine. Mm, um, very excited, which, which you've written a review for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it's looking very good. It's it's a chunky mm. it's a chunky piece of work. It's forty pages, which is like oh, wow. The last one we did was twenty eight. So and, and each page has to be formatted. So it's like I've 
it's added a lot of work without realizing is it all so, you or do you have anybody helping so that we have we have um melissa who's the illustrator in chief mm. and we've had I've, i send it out to everyone for like um yeah like comments mm. that's the word um and then they'll get back to me and, and then i'll send it out to writers who have written stuff and be like are you happy with this mm. are you happy with this and so it, there's a lot of give and take in a process but yeah. it's um, uh, the the problem is with it with Adobe InDesign is it's a very specific software. <laughs> it's not like Word where you can just like send it over to someone and they can just be like, oh, that doesn't look good, and they can do it themselves. Yeah, they have to like yeah. give you feedback and then you have to do it yourself. Yeah, but I don't mind because I like it. It feels creative, even though it's like it's productive creativity, yeah. which is like me in a nutshell. That's true, actually. Yeah, it's very like graphic designy, isn't it? Yeah, not skill which, like I, which I love. Ever possessed, but it is a skill that is very <laughs> cool to see. I think it's a very interesting, like, creative field, and I have a lot of respect for people who who do it. I think it's a very cool, cool thing. Well, I think you're being a bit too nice to me. I, but... I wasn't. You know, <laughs> I was actually thinking of my mate who. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, no, fine. I thought you yourself too, but um, I was thinking about my friend who just started like her own little graphic design like instagram recently um which is very cool and she you know just spends a lot of time making graphics and stuff that she enjoys and she was gonna you know go to graphic design school and do that and then she was like actually i don't want to work for other people because they give me an image or an idea and you know i run with it and then i have to change it so that it fits what they want and i don't want to do that i just want to do you know what i want um so i do have a lot of respect for that which i guess is a bit like you know the circadian you can you can make it what you want because it's your kind of baby um which is nice have they just set set that up recently yeah yeah i I couldn't um i couldn't tell you what it's called uh yeah i was just wondering (laughs) i was like i feel like but i literally couldn't couldn't tell you um but it's it's like a a bad friend terrible terrible (laughs) Um, uh, no, I was just I was thinking of it mainly because I feel like a lot of people have um, done something new yeah. or they've done stuff that they've always wanted to do for a long time, yeah. and this has been like, time to do it. Like lockdown, lockdown projects. Yeah. Did you have any lockdown projects? Oh, God, me. Um, no. Apart from sit on a hill. When I was messaging you, you seemed to sit <laughs> on a hill a lot. Yeah, just just a bit. I mean, honestly, like mainly. Be- <laughs> No, I don't. What did I even do? I couldn't tell you. I got back into reading a bit, which was nice. Um, mm-hmm. Medical school kind of took that aspect of my life just completely away. Because um, I was always like, you know, if I'm reading, I should be reading something productive. So I just watch Netflix instead because I couldn't watch, you know, something productive. Um, <laughs> but no, just kind of. I, I think I actually got quite into like um, got a bit of a healthier lifestyle going, maybe. Went started That's going good. to the gym a bit, but then swiftly stopped when they all closed. Um, <laughs> and now I haven't left my bed in weeks. So, you know, but that, that that went for a little while. But I can't say I had any creative endeavours. I did restring my guitar. Um, that's, that's that's nice and you did you play the guitar i'm guessing yes. or did you just restring it to look at it yeah it's just in the corner of my room looking pretty uh <laughs> no, my, my friend gave me her like brother's guitar because he went to switzerland or something and left it and it was annoying her in her house um so i put some new strings on it and now i've been practicing a bit which is nice because i don't really play but i play a bit for fun sometimes and mm. um like, normally I would play the piano when I have loads of spare time and I'm, you know, all over the place. But sadly, I live in East London and I'm a student, so I don't have a piano sat, you know, sat in the corner of my room. Um, it's just, I, just, I just couldn't play a keyboard, you know, it's just not, it's just not my vibe. Um, oh, it's, too, it's too fake for you. I know, you know all those fun, like, electro, <laughs> maybe I should start, like, an electro punk, like, punk rock group or something and just play really jazzy tunes <laughs> so you see you said electro punk and then you said jazzy yeah, i, I, I realized like... i don't know what electro <laughs> punk is <laughs> electro swing electro swing's quite cool Ooh, sounds like a genre of music you start listening to it was it was a thing that i got into when we were doing uh one of the netball balls i can't remember which one because there's been like i've been involved in like four but there was one of them but there was a lot of electro swing mm. in the music and the promo. Really? Um, and I got really 
I couldn't tell you if I was the channels on the silent disco was just electro swing. (laughs) Well, no, no, it wasn't the channels, it was the promo I was putting Mm. out. I did recommend an electro swing song. Okay, so it was self inflicted. It was, Mm. yeah. It was it was just a fun thing. And there was I think there was um a song from the jungle book. Um I wanna I wanna you talk like you that one. And there was an electro swing version of that. Really? Um, just banged, like it just banged really hard. I'm gonna try and find this later, and I'd send it to you <laughs> if if we have if we have show notes. I'll put them in the show notes underneath so people can enjoy this. I don't really know if we have show notes, but sometimes I've listened to podcasts and they've talked about putting things in show notes. So I wonder if they ever maybe... actually uh, pull through and deliver. <laughs> also, I feel like we're really. But, um, I don't know if we could call this a show yeah. <laughs> but, but, and, and also show notes is way more prepared than we That's, would ever be yeah, I, I was going to say that sounds like a, a very organised person's uh, podcast and I don't know if we can yeah. brand ourselves like that you know well maybe maybe we'll grow <laughs> maybe we'll become these incredible you know can't see it happening but, but maybe you never know yeah do you know, like one of those big established like the cheerful podcast you could just become like mm. a thing that everyone just knows about well do you know actually I, n- I never listened to podcasts and then over lockdown number one I started listening to podcasts um oh, interesting yeah, I, I, I didn't think I was an auditory person like I've always been a reader rather than a listener um mm-hmm. but then I realized because I was just walking all the time because I stopped getting public transport anywhere because you know the rona um, and I was like, I've got all this spare time and music kind of gets a bit boring after a while. Um, and mm. I realised that walking and listening to podcasts is actually a really useful kind of use of your time. Well, sometimes ones like these perhaps aren't such a good use of your time. But, you know, if, they, if, they, if they've got some some knowledge to impart on you, it's quite quite a good way, I think. <laughs> and audiobooks as well. Interesting. Was there, was there a specific podcast that really, like, caught you um so there's one by this this woman called an anoni i hope i'm saying her name right it's called adulting um and she gets like different guests on each time she's got like over a hundred episodes like she's she's been doing it for a while um and she always gets really interesting kind of speakers in and will discuss some kind of quite hard-hitting topics but in a really accessible way um Mm. and she covers all sorts of things like lifestyle health politics like education just like food exercise just random stuff as well um i liked her and also the food medic i I found quite quite a good one but that's very medic-y lots of medic chat there um but she's a great doctor as well hazel i think she's called hazel and she she does some good stuff quite likes those and the blinking um Mm. over the election um well what's it called i i'll have to put it in the show notes um but there was a, there was a good, <laughs> good one i was listening to just like a daily updates for the for the u.s election which was quite um unbiased well i say that it was very nasty <laughs> but it was it had kind of quite good factual information as well so i found that useful interesting mm. okay that's a that's a range of podcasts mm. there's different few different things there to be fair I, I'm the same I don't listen to I feel like if you listen to podcasts mm. there's a there's a good chance that you don't necessarily listen to like stuff that's too similar to each other because they, they sort of cover that base for you mm. almost and then you sort of listen to something that's a bit different so like, I listen to <laughs> I listen to the abroad in Japan podcast which is uh by a YouTuber who lives in Japan um, and he has a podcast and it's it's great because he does it two times mm. a week is like it's so regular so I always have it like I always know it's there when all the other podcasts are yeah. done because it's so regular I don't know how they film two times a week what is, to be fair, what is that's it about like, what does it cover about Japan hmm. um, like it's literally like a Japanese and, and it, it doesn't sound that interesting but like I'm obsessed with Japanese culture it's, so, it's such and an interesting I've, culture yeah it's it's top of my list of places to go as really? well like I, yeah so like if I was if I could choose anywhere to like snap my fingers and go, I mean, I would want a summer like a summer holiday. Yeah. That's true. But if I could snap my fingers and like 
generally I would want to go to Japan that's like just because of the culture yeah. and I feel like that sounds so basic I'll be honest I'm sure everyone <laughs> says oh, I really want to go to Japan but like I genuinely yeah. do um and I, I watch his YouTube videos as well which are very yeah. good um and so like the podcast is like a bit more of him which is quite nice with his friend yeah um, and then what else do I listen to? I listen to Waveform, which is a tech podcast. I love my tech, as you probably know. Yeah, just a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do like I do like listening to and then again the cheerful podcast I do like listening to as well, which is a bit more like they they cover such a range of topics. That's a bit more like um so a bit more like, oh, you don't know what you're gonna get with each mm. uh, episode. And then finally I think, uh, well, it's not really a podcast. It's a radio show that's turned into a podcast, but Desert Island oh, I Discs. Love I love Discs. Yeah, I got my sister into it over lockdown mm. and now she listens to that. Now she listens to loads of podcasts because mm. of it, I think. Mm. Um, I think it's one of those podcasts that's a really good, like, or as, it's a good radio show, to be fair. I should call it a radio show. It's not really a mm. podcast, but it's a good um, way of getting people into listening to stuff yeah. because there's always someone that someone knows or someone's interested yeah, about their life get some, and like, pretty high profile people to do it um, yeah yeah like it's such a it's such a um well-rounded um show mm-hmm. in terms of like there's there's someone for everyone yeah. in there um, and they ask really good questions so i think um, that's that's definitely a good one to yeah to recommend it's a first podcast. I have such like vivid memories of listening to to Desert Island Discs on the drive to college with my mum. <laughs> it's the kind of stuff that my mum used to, you know, not force me to listen to, but would have on. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I, uh... Well, you feel like you get something out of it, isn't it? You feel like you're you're getting all these pearls of wisdom from these mm-hmm. people of their like entire life. Like this is what it comes down it's to. It's interesting, and they always talk about you know their life experiences and why they you know why they've picked for instance like a song or something because of something that reminded them of some weird experience they had in their life and it just makes it so human and I think it's really interesting um and I'm so nosy I just love to hear about people's lives and their experiences and <laughs> like a little I just I just love it I think it's so interesting and people's cultures and when they differ and yeah it's just a it's a wild world isn't it <laughs> There is quite a lot. The one thing I've noticed, though, over over the over the years of listening to it, is that there is quite a lot of classic, uh, classical music lot, and jazz that people listen to. And I'm just like, when's the heavy hitting rap coming onto Radio know. Four? Because that's where it I don't know if they, <laughs> like sense of themselves because they're on Radio Four, so they're like, do you know what? I should probably, you know, put in some bronze. But like, maybe. who actually? You know, if you actually maybe it's maybe it's our age, but <laughs> but I feel like I, I know very few people who, if of our age, who if they were doing the Desert mm. Island Discs right now, would have the the, the sort of range of music that they That's do. That's true. It's a very kind of yeah. It's an interesting vibe. There's lots of like Oasis and all these you know bands of the. I don't even know which which decade that is. I'm so bad at like music history i'm you know got the classical down and all that jazz but actually the the decades and the eras i'm just really terrible i don't actually ever know who has created music i just couldn't tell you like you could play me any song and i'd have i'd have no idea um i mean to be fair it's it's very different to i mean getting stuff off spotify sometimes you just put on a playlist and you don't really know who you're listening to you end up like you know i feel like the music you listen to has such an effect on like your mood and on your productivity and you don't even realize who you're like listening to you just you just listen and you take it in and sometimes I'm like wow I'm not actually paying any attention to to who is going into my brain you don't realize I feel like it's sort of the point of a study playlist Mm. I guess because if you're trying to if you're trying to work and you're like oh this song's by this person you're sort of distracting yourself but I do get your point like I, I have to if it's a study playlist I can't know any of the songs um or I'll just hum along or whatever and I get very distracted I have a rotation of about five or six albums that are very um not word heavy Mm. they're the ones that uh I have I have a literally a playlist which is five or six Mm. albums together get me through because I'm not by the time I I can't finish five or six albums without needing a break yeah that's fair (laughs) be better be better and then I just I 
<laughs> oh, no, don't, don't, don't get into this. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it's the perfect length. And then I don't really get bored of them because it's so like backgroundy. Um, and they're really nice albums. So like, um, is it Free Spirit by Khalid? That's such a good album to study to. so because... soothing. Yeah, he it just goes free. I'm not going to sing oh, on this on. podcast, but it's so <laughs> it's so like um, melodic, but like mm. gentle, and you just feel that vibe of oh, I'm in the zone. I'm doing work. Um, how have you found doing work during well, <laughs> these last few completely weeks? Completely impossible. Months? I'm terrible. Um, I yeah, I I struggle. I think I'm I'm a very very much a library kind of worker um Mm -hmm. I love you know being surrounded I love the vibe of sitting I always go to King's Library um to the Mourn that's kind of trade it what sorry um the Mourn Library in King's (laughs) don't tell anyone um but it's like it's it's (laughs) we'll put the location in the show notes everyone (laughs) just to let you (laughs) it's like one of the you know like you can access it because it's the University of of London one um and it's like Mm -hmm. a really old library that's like huge and it's just got bookcases and bookcases full of like old books and big desks and you know exposed brick walls and huge like stained glass windows and I just love the vibe um and I need that like serenity um and the feeling of lots of other people around me also thinking and learning to be at my most productive um so I, I miss that you know I miss spending the day and going and getting like an excessive amount of prets um and feeling productive but I mean I've definitely been doing some work but I haven't felt truly productive I think um Mm. which is a bit of a shame but you know I think you just have to kind of get on with it a bit um and just make make the most of it and try and change your scenery as much as as much as you can I think it's difficult when you know your bedroom and your workspace is the same um I'm definitely one of those people that prefers to like split up the aspects of my life like I like to work somewhere you know relax somewhere sleep somewhere um otherwise I find that parts of my life kind of seep into each other um and I struggle to shut off and relax which is kind of I mean it's a highly strong person's issue isn't it um but definitely something that I've that I've been dealing with over the last few weeks how about yourself no a lot of what you said Van I'm, I'm I think very much like you I'm a environment I, I call it an environmental based mm. learner like the environment that I'm in matters so much and again I got into a really good routine last year of going to the library and just like and it just became like a pattern like I didn't have to even yeah. think about it I just knew that like I was gonna go there and I was mm. gonna do this and then I'll I'll go to um <laughs> I'll stay over late and go to pizza union oh, and get dinner yeah, with someone like like <laughs> you'd see someone yeah well like you'd see someone there and you'd, they'd like keep you there and it like you'd sort of keep each other there because you'd be like <laughs> you'd tell each other off if you left yeah. or something and like just knowing that that environment was so important even if you go to the library now which I have it's done insane, I've booked it? and I've gone to the, yeah it's not because it's not you can't really mm. talk to people and like there's so few people there that like you may know people but your bookings for yeah. three hours so it doesn't really matter you're probably going to stay there it's so much more like pre-planned and that's I'm I'm much more of a, a I don't know what the word is like I am I am I like a plan a routine but I don't like it to be over planned where like if I'm not productive I just leave yeah. that's what I used to do but you can't read these books because it, it seems like yeah. a waste it's like so being, feeling obligated to be productive I really hate that um actually yeah. basically every time I've booked a library slot which has been about twice um I just haven't gone I don't know why, and I feel bad, but I'm just like feeling forced to be productive. I just, I just don't like it. I'm the same. Like... Yeah, but it's like sometimes you're in the zone, and mm. sometimes you're not. So I think that's, that's fair. Like sometimes you are, and and you sort of need to capture. It's like catching lightning in yeah. a bottle sometimes with with slot. You have to decide beforehand when you think you're going to be productive mm, or in the no, mood. Exactly, and I think for a lot of us. Um, at the moment you know we randomly sometimes have teaching in person um and you happen to be you know near a library at a certain time and you can't just pop in and do a few hours or go to a coffee shop and you know do something for a few hours you have to go home and 
where your bed is mm. you know and where food is and I just end up eating and sleeping my days away <laughs> um yeah I think but I think you have to you have to get I think you can't rely on the library that much yeah. anymore and you have to get comfortable with home mm. somehow and you have to make it yeah. work which is like I always find that rejigging your room or like cleaning makes oh, a massive difference, difference yeah because it just like if you have a busy table or if you have like if it all like merges into one like if you've got clothes on your bed but you put on your table or your chair and then you move it to do work it sort of it just becomes such a um just like one Mm. environment and it just Mm. doesn't work yeah no i I think cleaning is the best work tip i can give because actually i think if you clean and if you have a clean environment, you're going to be so much more productive. That is my best tip for people who want to be like, I need to up mm. my productivity. Mine is go for a walk when you feel like you're going insane. That's my number one tip. I think actually, obviously it's great if it's like a good environment. And I fully get, like I'm such a, not like a stress cleaner, but like when I feel unproductive, I'm like, I'm just going to clean the house. <laughs> and, and make everything nice. Um, and but the other thing is I just sometimes need like air fresh air and a bit of a stroll and you know I've I think I I used to just sit and study for such long periods of time when my environment was one that I felt you know was a one of those productive ones that we kind of spoke about but now I actually need to go and leave and come back um for that sense Mm -hmm. of you know because when you're at the library you go um you know out to get a coffee or to get some food or to take a phone call or whatever or just to get there yeah or just to, to get some fresh air and you do it all the time and I think we forget when we're at home that actually you you can't be in the same place all day and if you've had a full day you know sitting and doing zoom lectures or whatever you've been sat in the same chair and you haven't actually moved um you know go out get some mm. just fresh air and get your steps in you know <laughs> <laughs> reset your body yeah, a bit completely. I guess. Mm. Mm. that's a mm. good tip I like and probably one. rely on caffeine less I've honestly become I was pretty good before lockdown and then now I, drink, I rely on caffeine so much I get more sleep than I used to is it um but I'm drinking so much so much coffee and diet coke really bad are, are, you, are you at least are you at least making the coffee yourself rather than buying it because that's yeah, expensive well, part of me I do make coffee most of the time and obviously I've I barely leave the house anyway <laughs> um but when I do I, I quite like so you know the mouse tail in in Whitechapel that is like my favorite yeah. coffee shop in the world um yeah I remember sure I think you, I, I think it was on like Instagram yeah. when, yeah, when, you, when yeah, it... so over over kind of the summer <laughs> where I was working at the London and they they reopened it was just the best day um so I always go and buy coffee from them now um, just to support them. You know, I feel like coffee shops are the only ones, the only kind of shops at the moment that are actually still having any kind of income. Um, and part of mm. me is like my expenses are so much lower than they used to be that I can, you know, go and get a, a coffee and some banana bread. But um, to be fair, a good coffee is just world so, better than so a terrible it. coffee. It's so worth it. And I'm so lazy, like I just use instant coffee at home. I'm terrible. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I that's most people, to Not be fair. Enough to have a <laughs> nice little coffee machine, grind my own beans and, you know, have a different strength and tell the story about where the bean came from and its history. It's not bad. And the notes, mm, the, t- the tasting yeah. notes. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> No, to be fair, I think I, I, I was like, oh, I don't need caffeine. And then I, I, and I've been drinking green tea mm. all this time. And I've actually just been like, wait a second, <laughs> tea has caffeine in it. <laughs> I've been kidding myself that I don't use, I don't drink caffeine. But actually, I've been drinking loads of green tea. And I, I actually really like Coke mm. Zero as well. And both of them just have loads of caffeine in it. So I've just been lying yeah. to myself. Yeah, really. sometimes I'm like, oh, I should stop drinking so much coffee and I just replace it with tea. And I'm like, this is the same thing. Um, but it's all this. Well, well, I well. mean, like a like a. I mean, doesn't a cup of like um, English breakfast tea have the same, basically the same amount of caffeine? Maybe it doesn't. I thought it. I, th- really? I thought it had more. I, I, well, I might be wrong. Uh, 
<laughs> we'll, we'll put it in the show notes where the tea has more Please. caffeine do you know what at this point I actually think the show notes are just going to be empty because we're going to give ourselves so much to yeah, do yeah we need to stop referencing things we have things we have no idea about <laughs> these mythical these mythical show notes I, I think it does I think tea has more and actually I found out the other day that um I think VKs have more caffeine than VKs coffee actually, they, I heard like the scariest statistic about how much sugar VKs have in them I think they um had to actually change the amount of sugar in them because it was against the like sugar guidelines that the government set they were so so <laughs> dense um is it the sugar guidelines maybe, for kids maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh vk's perfect market VKs, you know we've got crates of them in our um in our living room from leftover from the ball the netball ball last year um just sat there unopened oh, and Sad, they won't be getting drunk this year either. Yeah, I doubt they'll get used this they'll year. They'll move with us Maybe to our next, next house as well. It'll be the the most mo- well moved VKs in the world. <laughs> we're good on you for not yeah, having incredible them. Incredible amount of self control, especially when we were self isolating. I was uh, very close, but no, no, mm. kept it together. <laughs> I can imagine. Mm, do you, okay here's here's a question because uh he can tell that i might have prepared this this <laughs> might be the only thing that's been prepared by the way that was that was a, a subtle, so subtle segue there so if anyone missed it. um is there anything that you've changed or like your habits that have changed because of the last nine months i don't know what that intersects with but the last nine months um that you think's positive that you want to keep afterwards mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm better at realizing when I need to move about definitely. Like I I notice now I get really hyper when I need to be like so my housemate uh she literally will take me on walks. She will see me like being all jittery or like you know you know moving like skipping around the <laughs> kitchen. Like a- I do, you do yeah. sound like a she pet. You do sound like a walk, you know, and she'll take me out for a walk. Um, you know, <laughs> feed me a tangerine or something. I'm literally, I'm literally an animal. Um, <laughs> but I've been much better at like checking in with myself when I need to like do some exercise or you know go for a jog or whatever. I'm better at doing that. Whereas I, before I was just too lazy. Um, you know, I just wouldn't or I wouldn't notice. But I think I've, I think being alone and also being under like more understimulated than usual in the sense that like my mind is on a lot le- less things like 50% of my brain is taken up by covid and the rest is you know life um and i think that just means that i'm a lot more self aware like in touch not only with like my physical sort of how i'm feeling but also just my mental health as well um i've never sort of thought about it as much as I do now and I don't know if that's because the conversation has kind of come up a lot more in you know in society um but I think it's been quite a good exercise in kind of mindfulness and and having a little think about you know what makes you happy and what doesn't and your priorities in life and it's been a good way of and you also you know see who which people in your life you know bring you joy and which ones you check up on and who checks up on you and it's been quite quite a good lesson in looking after each other I think so I guess that's the habit I would I mean I've definitely got habits that I will not will try not to continue after lockdown Um, but that's that's probably the one I'd kind of keep no I think I think that's um it's a really good point I think people have been Mm. a lot more mindful during these last few months than before and people you're right people have been asking like Mm. how are you doing or people have been just like making sure that they have spaces where they can keep up with their friends like even if it's like a Mm. Netflix party or I don't know if anyone still does Netflix parties but (laughs) oh I I don't know I I would I would offer but it's it's I don't think I don't know if we'd have any films in common I mean you're you're probably right I yeah, feel like we I, have quite I different very, tastes. I have very strange taste in movies anyway. Nobody ever wants to watch what I want to watch. Unfortunately. We, we have a lot of arguments <laughs> in our ever, house. We've is, got like, is there an example? in our living room and when we have sort of house movie nights, I always suggest things that I'm just shot down. Um, oh, you've got to have turns. You've got to have a day 
like every mm, five no, times it's case, new or something. We didn't all pay for the projector, so it's a, it's a dictatorship. It's it's not a democracy, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love how you have this sort of privatized <laughs> in entertainment in your house. Doesn't it feel awful? Nationalize the entertainment now. The bulb of the projector broke, and um, in my house it was like, I'm going to buy a new one. I was like, Why don't we all split it? Um, you know, we all use it. And he was like, Absolutely not. I'm not <laughs> giving up my uh, power. And I was like, Right, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> Um, he'll be a great businessman in the future. <laughs> I mean, if you bought a competing Ooh. projector, that would that would really go down and see see whether people prefer. <laughs> and then you start mm. projecting on the same wall, and there's two things going on at the I same time, and it's very confusing. So, so such sensory overload. I don't think I'd be able to. You know, <laughs> have to get more speakers in, and oh, it would just be a anarchy. I could just imagine a mess. I do that. That, that image does, does make me laugh. House, oh, I do like that. Um, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fair. It's very. It's, I think it's What's, very fair. Uh, what was your habit that you you picked up that you you're gonna stick to? Or do you not have? Uh, do you know what? I came up with the question. Didn't an I didn't think of my own answer. These, these podcasts are reciprocated. Um, now, so we, uh, it's about comparison. Do you know what? <laughs> that's true. I've been. Have you? Did you think well, of a question? <laughs> I told you not to. I yeah, was like, I was oh, don't, don't prepare I was for anything. Ready to come up with some topics to discuss and some, you know, things to chat about. But I, I was told to become uh, to come unprepared. So, you know, I I delivered in that sense, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. delivered in not delivering. Uh, so in terms of habits that have been good I think I've definitely become a bit more so a lot of my friends in tennis no, I'm in tennis it. I'm in the tennis club uh, <laughs> a lot of my friends in tennis uh, we we joined Strava and we've got this nice mm. little online community which I quite like and so that's definitely motivated me to mm-hmm. run more and be more active which I like and hopefully that's something that continues even if yeah. we see each other more in person I think I like that that the idea of like giving people kudos for I, running I, and stuff. This might be an unpopular like... opinion, but I absolutely blink and hate Strava. I it is because I'm so slow <laughs> and inept. And oh, is it the pace? I, is it the pace oh, you don't? I hate it. Like I look, everybody is so fit. Everybody I know is just so fit and put together, and uh, you know, fantastic. See, but see, I think. It... I think you've got that bias of the only people who use Strava yeah. are people who are good at it. Where, where so, is, like, the so I think people I need support. Okay. Hey, maybe, I maybe want we'll that. A support network. I'm down the average for everybody else to to try and help. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be the maybe, beacon maybe, of light. I don't even think I follow you. Maybe I'll follow you and see if you uh, inspire me. Genuinely, at one point, I think my pace was like twice as slow as somebody else. And I was like, "Oh God, how have they run? How have they run this in like half the time I ran it?" And, and I was you know, like, "This I'm is so dreadful. happy for them. But, you know, they're doing so well at life." But God, do I feel that? <laughs> that's a kudos for you. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I, well, I feel like it helps me track like yeah. me getting a bit better and faster. Having said that, so the first, so when I when I picked up Strava gyms were open and I was running on a track oh, so and then I started like <laughs> it was closed and I was like bloody hell what's what is this why can't I run anymore like so the real world is so different like ups and downs and the air is cold and the wind and it's just all different um so that that's taken me I've literally just got to the point I think now where I'm at a similar t- level to where I was in the gym about three weeks I ago. just never saw any any progress like I, I um my mum runs a lot in the in the slovenian hills um you know mm. oh it's, it's well that's horrible. up and down it and sounds so, very you're so high up the altitude just i just get dizzy i get altitude sickness anyway um but i swear <laughs> as soon as you start panting a bit oh it's all gone um but anyway like, i hate running with people generally um which i wish i okay. loved like lots of my friends run together and oh. Yeah, it's, it's a nice lovely. social activity in this um, current I can't climate. speak when I run because I'm too breathless um, and I'm just bright red <laughs> and I need some hard hitting tunes you know 
blasting in my ears to to have any kind of uh, motivation to keep going. Um, At which point you may as well run alone. (laughs) When I'm at home, I run with my mum and uh, she blackmails me emotionally to make sure that I do that with her. Um, And, you know, I don't mind it so much because she's got, you know, it's it's challenging because there are hills. So people don't expect you to run very fast. Um, and then you come to London and it's all flat, you know, and there are, there are mm-hmm. canals and it's all just, and you know, you're meant to be fast. You're meant to be doing your sub whatever. Yeah, there are, you have fewer excuses. Other than the fact that it's cold and I can feel it in my elderly joints. Um, that's the only excuse <laughs> I have, but the rest is just being, I, I, I wonder sometimes how I ever played a full netball game, genuinely. Um. I don't think I could do it again. That's a weird thing, isn't it? You go back to... It it feels weird that, like, in... Well, I say this, I'm going to jinx it. But at one point, we might go back to some sense of normal and doing all those things that, like... They just seem like a dream now. Like, that I used to meet people... Like, I used to cram with people around, like, a table and, like, would just squeeze people. Like, all of that just seems like a different world now like uh but there is hope on the horizon we've got a we keep hearing more and more about i'm just so disillusioned at this point um is i think it's so great to have hope and you know believe in the science to get us through just i'm just like i just think i have no i've just become such a pessimist um you know people being like oh by christmas you know gatherings will be allowed and you'll be able to have your little family christmas and oh new year's will be you know a new a new leaf and i'm just like i don't i don't think we're going to be going back to normal for for a while yet um and i don't even know if you know everybody's talking about the new normal um i hate it too i really do (laughs) i'm sorry for even bringing it up um but people talk about it and i'm just I'm just so unsure as to as to what's going to happen and whether we're ever actually going to go back um, to how things were before, or whether we'll just sort of forget about it um, and and move on. It's, it's a weird one, um, and the traveling is what's getting me really. Um, you know, normally I'm I need to get out of London, um, otherwise I just feel claustrophobic. Obviously, my family's not in this country either, so I I really need to feel like I've like I've left and gone somewhere, and I just don't know if like traveling's ever going to be, or I mean ever for a while, it's going to be the same as it is at the moment, and it's it just feels so so alien. Can't wander around a little town in some random weird European country. Um, it's a bit sad. Such first world problems, eh? Hmm. It does. It do, do you know what, It does make me think that we just didn't realize oh, how much we took for granted as well. <laughs> like, like we. It just like the very because we get accused as a generation. I say this as someone who's born in what nineteen ninety six. So I'm under. I'm. I am literally mm-hmm. the end point of millennial, and the other point of whatever else it is Gen that Z. comes after me. Gen. What is it not? Gen. I'm not, it's not Gen Z, is it? I think there's another. Gen- there's a gen in the middle. I think there's Gen Y. I've never heard of it, that gen. I think, possibly. <laughs> it's because <laughs> they they don't get accused of things. I think, but but so mm. like I'm right at the end of a millennial. I'm the 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 youngest mm. millennial that you can be, and um, I actually forgot completely the point I was going to make. I was going to say yeah, like as a generation, yeah, as a generation, we get accused of like not valuing social mm. like people in real life and having online and like and um like video gaming rather than yeah. playing with friends outside and i think like if anything it's it see it sounds like that's that's mm. not true really we know that's not true because like we message our friends because we want to keep in yeah. contact with them on top of meeting them but like right now when it gets taken away i think that brings it even more into contrast like we are such we are so yeah, based it, on meeting yeah. people face to face like yeah, I think fine, ultimately but it's like, not the same. Definitely with the generational sort of thing, people kind of thought, you know, we're we're above our human instinct of needing a community and a society to exist within. Um, but we're not. Like uh it's just not the same. And I've always kind of thought of myself as a very 
independent person like happy in my own company and you know I don't I don't mind socializing but I never thought it it mattered to me but oh my gosh does it matter like (laughs) this has made me realize that I miss being in a room full of people like I miss going to a cafe full of people I don't even need to talk to them it's just nice to know that other humans exist and have lives um I miss the cinema I miss the idea of people like Mm. like 50 people in a room watching the same film going through that experience together and like it doesn't matter like people coming from all these different areas and walks of life and they all have shared Mm. experience I miss that so much and I feel like we're losing it feels like we're losing a bit of our of our humanity you know it's so unnatural um what we're all doing for the greater good which Mm. is obviously so important and that is at the forefront of of it all we're doing it for people but it's so so much harder i think than any of us could have imagined um in you know in regards with in regards to what terrible things can happen you know to a society it's we've been asked to do something fairly simple you know stay at home um it's not well you say simple it is it is pretty much the biggest like change I I I was when i was writing my article (laughs) <laughs> which I wrote an article about and stuff like this and I was like I was looking back and I was obviously mm. as you do you go back to World War Two, um <laughs> and when I did like you look through like the yes they did yeah. have restrictions they had to live through but like at no point did anyone say well that's actually mm. not true that you can't see your family that did happen but like it it wasn't like in this mm. this way that was so sudden um and I think that's it is a big ask to say stay at home don't see your friends and your family it's never it's pretty to use another word that I really Mm. hate it is unprecedented like no one could have foreseen it and no one Mm. could like plan for it even if you planned for for example and they told you in two months you couldn't see people like what would you do like Mm. it would still be a mess you'd still miss it afterwards Mm. so I think it is it is a pretty big ask it's massive and it's just so weird. It's it's such a weird thing to, to be doing. Um, and even with all the technology we have, it's just it's just impossible to kind of minimize. Like you can't minimize what an impact this actually has on people. And it's 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 honestly it's so wild. And I can't even compute that we've managed to to do this for each other. And I'm we've got through quite a, a quite a long period of it to be I mean, fair the as year, a the year population anniversary of the first corona case yesterday yeah, yesterday that was that's, i mean yeah. to be fair we, we didn't really know about months, it at that point but, <laughs> yeah, it, but it it has been mm. i mean it's been eight months at least yeah. if not no it has yeah um it, it, i remember um I always had this weird feeling, right, that I would go to university and for some reason I wouldn't finish my degree. Either there'd be, like, a world war or a pandemic or, like, I'd get hit by a bus or just something. <laughs> I just you are such a pessimist. Something would happen. Like, I would... There'd be an apocalypse and I'd have to go use my, like, limited three years of medical knowledge to be of no use to anyone. Um, and anyway, you know, then, then a pandemic happened and I was like, oh, gut feeling over, good job. Um... But also, I was just like, this is so surreal. And I remember when we were kind of, it was like a week before one of our exams when uni was considering closing and, you know, things were starting to pop off. Mm. And I remember calling my my dad and being like, I like need to flee London <laughs> and being like, I, I need to go home. I was so afraid. Um, and everyone was so anxious. And it was the most, other than perhaps Brexit, and the election of Trump, I can comfortably say this is the most scared I'd been about something going on in our society that was like imminent. Um, I was referencing climate change in that in that sense, which is also scary. But to be fair, <laughs> you have ruined the podcasts. I thought we were going to go the whole podcast without mentioning <laughs> well, I, Brexit I mean, you, or you Trump. Can't expect, you can't <laughs> expect yeah, to, to run a podcast with me and not have. <laughs> not have these these topics come up Harris. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for reference, for reference okay. 50 minutes is your limit if you have any conversation longer than 50 minutes you will Eventually. shoot on it um no but I just remember feeling so like afraid and everybody was so uncertain and I think it's amazing that we all that we've managed this mm. like I really do um and I feel so proud of everyone for, for looking after each other in this way and how 
how much communities have managed to come together even when they're not allowed to be together. I just think it's quite a nice thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's shown us all kind of how, if we can get through this, we can get through a lot. Um, and also the movie Pandemic did completely, um, what do you call it, uh, guess that this would happen one day. Have you seen it? I think it's called Pandemic. No, should I? It's... <laughs> I think I, it was was it was, it, was that the thing Winslet. on Netflix? I was gonna say, <laughs> it's with the woman from out. Kate Winslet. <laughs> um, it's really, okay. it's really, uh, really scarily accurate. And I watched it in like May, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like is this where it's going?" Um, I highly recommend it though, if you need a bit of realism, um, for whatever reason, if you're just feeling too free and too dreamy and <laughs> too utopian one day. Um, have a watch, but uh, yeah, no, that did. It's a scary one, but yeah. I mean, I was I was gonna say your your lovely cheery note of it's amazing that we all got through <laughs> this. I thought, oh, that's a perfect place to end, and then you went off let about me, some me, weird I'll film. Bring it, I'll bring it but, back to, <laughs> to cheeriness. Uh, I'll... Go on, I'm good luck. Let's see. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, was it, was I mean, you said it was a good film, so I guess that's sort of happy. Um, questionable dialogue but but okay. premise. um but no it's anyway i just think it's a it's a crazy thing what we've all managed to do and um <laughs> repeating it isn't <laughs> gonna help you but it's fine quick. i think at that point <laughs> i think we'll call it quits <laughs> i think we'll say cut out the uh, the trump break climate change quotes just mid mid you just start talking and then just mid it just right. goes like cuts it. off like that's it. that's what we'll do uh, anyway, that was uh, the how was, to podcast. Is that what I we think called it? Was it? The, yeah, how, <laughs> how to name? podcast? Podcast. Was it oh, trying crap, to podcast or was it how um, to podcast? Whatever it's called. Okay, well, it's it's this is the podcast, um, and we'll see you next Whenever time when is, we work will, out when grand. that is. Maybe we'll come up with a plan this time, and it'll be the the how to plan. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Mm. how to plan a podcast plan okay right we'll see you then (laughs) it's like a mending a phone call